ever two were one, then surely we. If ever man were loved by wife, then thee. If ever wife was happy in a man, compare with me, ye women, if you can. I prize thy love more than whole mines of gold, or all the riches that the East doth hold. My love is such that rivers cannot quench, nor aught but love for thee give recompense. Thy love is such I can no way repay. The heavens reward thee, manifold I pray. Then while we live in love, let's so persevere that when we live no more, we may live at Good, morning. Good day to you guys. This is Zachary Kameen, the Curious Christian. And these are Curious Conversations. Today I wanted to introduce you to the first published uh, poet of American uh, history of American poetry. Uh, and her name is Anne Bradstreet. Uh, she was the uh, daughter of uh, one of the governors of Massachusetts, on Massachusetts Bay Colony, I should say. She was also the wife of a governor. Uh, and she was also a mother of, get this, eight children. Uh, we're not sure when she was born. Uh, we're quite certain that it was probably around, you know, 1612. Uh, but we do know that she didn't live, or she lived, you know, a, probably a decent life in her day of about 50 years. Uh, there are, unfortunately, some people in our lifetime that don't live to be 50. And with our modern medicine, the question becomes, you know, uh, why don't they live that long? But I wanted to bring this up because a lot of my stuff has to do with a lot of cerebral stuff. But today I wanted to uh, bring it to a different category of poetry. Uh, I love poetry. One of my favorite presidents uh, loves poetry. Uh, he told his sons that they must always carry around uh, a poet or a poet at all times. Always have a poet with you so that you're never alone. Uh, you may ask which president was that? Well, that was uh, John Adams. Uh, John Adams is my favorite president thus far. Uh, I'm still um, reading through biographies of the president. Right now, I'm in Thomas Jefferson, uh, so I'm on the third president. So I, my favorite between the three is uh, John Adams, the second president. Uh, who knows? I'll probably like other ones uh, more so, but I'll be able to let you know on a kind of sliding scale as I go. But I wanted to mention uh, Anne Bradstreet because... Uh, she, her poem, not necessarily her, but her poem, I think is, uh, is lovely in the sense that it's of the same category 
of the Song of Solomon, where uh, the wife of the husband shows her appreciation for her husband by for simply being her husband. Uh, it's not a matter of, oh, look how wonderful you are and look at all the great things you do. Um, it's more of a uh, thank you. I thank God that he gave me you as my husband. Uh, and so she goes through many lines uh, saying that uh, there is no marriage, married couple, nobody on this earth is closer to each other than we are. We are, uh, there is no one on earth who loves each other more than we could possibly love each other. Uh, she then carries on to say uh, that he makes her happy, uh, that they are close, they are intimate, they are, um, their love brings them close to each other, and that not only uh, are they close, but that she absolutely loves him saying that uh, if ever there was a man who was loved by his wife, then that would be you. Uh, That she is the ultimate lover of her husband. Uh, And then she carries on to say that his love for her is more um, precious to her than love, or than gold, than any jewelry, and all of the riches of China, uh, as it shows in the fifth line, or the sixth line, that his love for her is prized by her more than any gift that he could possibly give her. And he carries on, she carries on to discuss, you know, there's not the fire that of love that he burns for her Uh, the tenderness that he shows her, the uh, love that he displays for her, how much he cherishes her. Uh, There is is nothing, no force on earth that could quench the flame of passion and tenderness and love that he shares with her. Uh, And that she says, there's no way I can repay the great love that her husband uh, gives to her. Uh, And then she carries on to say, you know, uh, that she is looking forward to spending a whole life with this man to whom loves her and that that love is so precious to her that it is greater than all the any ring any jewelry anything that he could possibly uh, tokenize to her and this is extremely important because uh, I was talking with some people in my armory about marriage about divorce about uh, prenuptial agreements about uh, all of these things and these are all single people uh, they don't even have uh, boyfriends or girlfriends or 
any or any friends no uh and they're discussing these things and how radical is our culture and mind you i'm i am a millennial i'm only 26 but how different the 26 year old and bradstreet was compared to the 20 somethings of our day where she sees marriage with her husband as something that's more that she treasures more than anything that he could have any money in the bank uh, there was a there was a, a almost a refrain from the men during this conversation that said, "Well, she can be married to me, but she can't have my bank." Look, if you're loving her properly, men, if you love her properly, then you will recognize that she will not want your money. A woman only wants your money if your love is less valuable than the money. So the question, one thing that I raise in this podcast a lot is, um, it may be good, but is it this much good? Uh, Your love for her may be good, but is it Anne Bradstreet good? Is your love for your wife, is the cherishing of your wife so potent, so good, so satisfying, so sweet to her lips, so warming to her touch, so affectionate to her senses, that it affects her in such a way that if she had the choice between the riches of the Ming Dynasty or of uh, China, of the riches of the world, the whole world, if she had the choice between you and a gold mine, are is your love? Are you able to love more than a gold mine? Are you able to give her more satisfaction than a gold mine? Uh, there, there is a common phrase here in America. I'm pretty sure it's in other cultures as well. There's a song that deals with it. It's called Gold Digger. And you have to, you must ask, as a man, is your love more precious than your riches? Is your love more satisfying than the bank account of Bill Gates? All a man at the end of the day can offer his wife is his love. And if a man can only offer his wife his love, then that's all she needs. That's all she wants. Mind you, this is, again, Anne Branch Street from the 1600s. There's not a man or woman in America today who lives a harder life 
in the 1600s uh, colonials in Massachusetts. And I say again today, not in the 1600s, they were bound to be harder people and harder life um, lived people in the world during that time in that place. Uh, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about chronologically our day and era here in the 21st century compared to this 17th century, 400 years removed. Our lives are much easier. Our lives are filled with much more riches. We have many riches of the East that she's. So in other words, she would say if she had to choose if again, if she had to choose between the riches of 21st century America and her husband's love, she declares that it is incomparable. But we don't have to make that choice. In America, we have the option to choose both. Ladies, choose a man whose love is richer than Bill Gates. Ladies, choose a man whose cherishing is warmer than a California forest fire. And encourage men to do so. Men, learn how to do this. This is something that I've been um, seeking to learn for years. And I always check in on my wife to uh, ensure that she has this sentiment. Uh, often when I feel like I am, I am failing at this, uh, she reassures me. She reminds me that if she had to choose between Anne Bradstreet's husband and me, she would choose me. Men, be greater than Anne Bradstreet's husband. Anne Bradstreet's husband should be your goal as a husband to be able to say, I want my wife to feel sorry for Ann Bradstreet. For Ann Bradstreet had a second-rate husband. And she shouldn't have to say that by lowering her standards or changing her standards or changing her feelings. Men, if you get all frustrated about women being all up in her feelings, it's because you're doing it wrong. Men, if, if you're getting upset because she doesn't feel it, well, it's not a matter of that she never feels it. Because here again is a woman named Anne Branchstreet who felt it. Why? Because her husband actually gave a damn. Her husband actually cherished her. Her husband actually loved her. Your your wife or your uh, prospective wife has a bullshit-a-meter and it's called 
her emotions. And if she's not feeling it, you're probably not doing it. And I know it's frustrating. I know it's annoying. Uh, I know that it can be convicting and exhausting to try to satisfy her. But how great do you think it was for uh, Mr. Bradstreet to see in the local Massachusetts Bay uh, newspaper his wife's poem that is dedicated to him for all of Massachusetts Bay to read that she has the greatest husband that lived. This, this poem encouraged so many men in Massachusetts Bay, um, the Massachusetts Bay Colony, to strive after the goal of loving their wives as Christ loved the church. Now, going into the Christmas season, church, church of God, do you praise the cherishing of Christ the way Anne Bradstreet cherishes her husband's love? Is not the love of Christ, is not the love of God more sweet? Should it not be more treasured? Should it not be more desired than much fine gold? Is not the law of the Lord, the word of the Lord, the tender, sweet law of liberty, the law of love, is it not more worthy of praise than the tender words and the loving touch of Anne Bradstreet's husband? There is no doubt that Mr. Bradstreet memorized, eternalized, and magnified Ephesians chapter 5 where it says husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her so that um, he may present her uh, holy and blame uh, holy and blameless without blemish uh, this is a man who memorized Peter where he says husbands do not be harsh with your wives so, and this is clear that because of the man's love, because of Mr. Bradstreet's love, Anne Bradstreet respected her husband. It, this is a poem of um, proclaimed respect to a respectable man. And this is something that all men everywhere, whether you're an American, an Englishman, a Nigerian, a Pakistani man, a Chinese man, a Mongolian man. This is the standard by which all men should strive in pursuing and loving their wives. And if your wife isn't proclaiming your love the way this woman is, then husbands, men, do better. God bless you guys. Take care. Merry Christmas. And talk to you soon.